Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. What up, everybody? Welcome into the Daily Score. I am Mark Grody. We're talking about a uh, Bears Wednesday, and that means Justin Fields is speaking as the Bears get ready to take on Detroit, the 9-3 and Lions against the 4-8 and Bears. Of course, earlier this year, the Bears lost at Detroit in heartbreaking fashion, blew a late lead, a game in which the Bears played well on both sides of the ball until they collapsed on defense, and we'll get into the locker room and get uh, Jaquan Brisker's opinion on what the hell happened and what they're thinking for this week. Uh, that's in a second. But we are going to start with Justin Fields in this episode because every once in a while you get some really good, introspective, real stuff from the Bears' starting quarterback. And you certainly, we certainly got that today. Um, and fair or not, Justin Fields has been under scrutiny since he walked into Hallis Hall, uh, whether it's for his performances, uh, demeanor, everything, leadership, um, and he's heard it all. He has heard it all. Caleb Williams, Drake May, he's heard it all. He knows what is being said out there. Here is how Justin Fields is dealing with life. I mean, life isn't fair. You know, me personally, I'm just focused on what I can control. And, you know, the rest is in God's hands. And really, you just put everything in God's hands. You know, it's going to turn out, you know, good for you. So, um, you know, wherever, if I'm here next year, if I'm not, um, you know, Football doesn't define who I am as a person. Still be in the same place, we'll still be in God. Um, and really just football-wise, life stuff in general, I think my my faith in God is just, my hope in God is just so much more than, you know, anything uh, that can be thrown at me on this earth. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's why I don't I don't really stress over stuff like that, over stuff that I can't control. I know that God's got me, and um, I'm going to be good. So um, I'm very blessed in the position I am in, and, um, you know, uh, I think a million people would love to be in the position I am right now. So um, really just, you know, um, not taking that for granted and um, just, just taking every, each and every moment I have uh, every day up here, you know, uh, to the fullest. So, yeah. Justin, can you take on that, that perspective of, of kind of putting it in God's hands and that, that humility that millions of people would love to be in your position? Because the outside noise has had, you've had to some of that's had to have broken through to you hearing about other quarterbacks and all that kind of stuff so was there a point where you were just like all right I got to take a deep breath and just have some perspective on all that uh I don't think there wasn't a point I mean shoot since I gotten in Chicago I mean y'all don't hold back shoot I mean I hear from y'all I hear from you know fans and stuff like that so um you know and I don't I don't take any of it personal because I know you know everybody's entitled to their opinion on you know, uh, certain things and stuff like that. So uh, that's one thing I try not to do is not take anything personal. And, um, yeah, I mean, just go about it the, that way. I mean, I've I've had things in my life, I ha- I've had moments in my life to where I've wanted things to happen and it didn't go that way. And it ended up going another way and it worked out better than I, you know, ever could imagine. So um, that's really why I just, you know, don't stress about stuff that happens. And, um, 
um, just controlling what I can control. And um, like I said earlier, just being the best person I can be and, um, you know, striving to be the best player I can be. Yeah, I mean, I, I look, I know that, you know, he said what he said, which was unbelievable. All that was very honest and all that kind of stuff. But look, I, he doesn't have to admit it, but there, he's a human being. At some point in time, this stuff has to have gotten to him. And you know, it's easy to deflect and just be like, uh, it's no big deal. But there probably was a moment where Justin Fields had to, you know, we all lean on something. And if he's leaning on faith, that's a pretty good way to go. And that's what Justin Fields has been doing. And, you know, <laughs> what a trick that is to not take it personally. I don't know if I believe it. Like, I, like it's strong that he's saying it. Like, but I, I mean... I take stuff personally. You know, we all do. I mean, I'm in I'm in a business too where we are critiqued on the daily. So good for him if he's gotten to that point. And I'd love to know the recipe. So um, good to hear like the real from Justin Fields. Now let's get to the real, real <laughs> Justin Fields. And that has to do with his play on the field and the offense in general. And one of the more frustrating things coming out of the Minnesota win was three points off of four turnovers. Um, the two fumbles in the fourth quarter. Fields will address both of those here in this answer. I mean, the mindset is just score. Um, you know, of course, the better we play complementary football, you know, the better we give our chance, our team a chance to win. So, um, you know, of course, we want to capitalize on those moments when the defense does give us a short field or, you know, we do have a sudden change moment where they get a turnover or something like that. But, um, yeah, definitely want to start turning those into, you know, touchdowns and, you know, um, for the, at least, you know, three points. So, uh, yeah, definitely got to do a better job with that for sure. Justin, when you have fumbles like you did in Minnesota and you're very attentive and conscientious to make sure that you don't have that, is that at all a result of just trying to make a play, of just getting caught up and trying to get something extra out of a play and that's where the ball security lapse happens? Or how do you view that? Well, yeah, the first one, um, you know, I think I escaped the pocket probably a little bit too early. Um, and, you know, I think as I was going to tuck, he punched it out. The second one, so I think Metellus, he was coming up, coming up on the left. I thought Cole was going to block him, um, and then he just kind of jumped it and really just just made a good play. But you know, no excuses on both of them. I gotta at the end of the day, I gotta you know pr- protect the ball and uh, take care of the ball because you know on offense, you know that's the number one goal is um, taking care of the ball and not turning the ball over. So, okay, that's right. And it, look, it's been a problem throughout his career. So I hope that he figures it out. Appreciate him being specific on all that stuff, but. That is a huge thing that Justin Fields carries with him in terms of critiquing him, and hopefully the Bears will have adjusted this time um, or this week in terms of turning fortuitous situations into touchdowns and not just field goal. Um, Matt Eberflus, let's talk about him. Um, Matt Eberflus has been good. He's been a good defensive coordinator. Um, it seems like he is, dare I say, Matt Eberflus developing to some degree at this point in his life um, as a head coach, maybe. But the question on Matt Eberflus is, hey, why has the deep eight turnovers the last two weeks, Flus? Well, it's, it's about continuity. I think it's more about some of the pressure, you know, that our front four is providing, you know, with Tez and the rest of the group. And uh, our guys are really understanding the coverages now. You know, and then to, to be able to disguise those coverages, mix them in there, and I think that's really just 
all-encompassing for that. Certainly there's some luck involved in it at times, uh, the way the ball bounces, but again, hustling um, and attention to detail creates some of that luck too. And you guys have had your hands on a couple other ones too, right? When you were in India, I know your your takeaway numbers were high. Did you have a run with eight in two games there? Uh, I don't recall. I'm sure we, it was close to that or more, but um, you know, you, you mentioned about, the, you know, had a couple more, should have had a couple more. Well, you know, we really got to create those situations for those players. You know, a lot of it's catch angle. Um, you know, creating the game-like conditions in the drill work. Uh, just the way the the approach that a particular position is coming into the ball when they make the interception. So uh, there's patterns involved in a football game, you know, and so you have to uh, replicate those patterns over and over again and create those for the players in your drill work. Yeah, I mean, there's a science to it, and I do appreciate that, like some of the specifics that Matt Eberflus has given, and you just hope that that trend continues. I don't expect another four interceptions against Detroit, but – they did do a number on Jared Goff, and the Bears historically have done a number on Jared Goff. I don't think there's any of the players that were with the Bears the last previous to this year, um, but playing Jared Goff. But the the Bears know how to handle him. So let's see if they do it again this week. And we'll get more into that as the week goes on. Last cut. Let's let's hear how the the defense is handling this week after that horrible loss to the Lions. Spoke to Jaquan Brisker with some other reporters today. Is there an anger carryover from that Detroit game? Like, will you guys be feeling that at Soldier Field on Sunday? Yeah, I feel like, you know, since we lost the first time that um, we had a lot of anger, and especially losing like that in that type of fashion, you know, it, it was a heartbreaker. So, um, you know, guys don't want to lose. You know, guys want to you know, feel this, like, this winning you know, attitude, the winning you know, momentum and things like that. So just, you know, continue to ride that, you know, that wave and just focus on ourselves. What, what is the feeling knowing, I mean, the Denver game, the Detroit game, you guys could be right there in the playoff in the thick of things. Is, it, does it, is there optimism from that, knowing that, or is it just staying and hurt? I mean, there's optimism knowing that, but it's actually being where a feet are, too. Um, you know, we got a lot of ball ahead of us. We still got five games. Um, we're not put away right now. So just, you know, stay focused on us, do what we can, and um, just try to, you know, be where a feet are, like I said. And that is the voice of Jaquan Brisker. I was hoping for a little more anger out of that. Like, And maybe they are. Maybe they're pissed off about that and they want to finish business and there'll be a lot of talk. I hope there's a lot of talking out on Soldier Field. Um, this week. I, I think, I mean, look, man, it's like good old fashioned grinded out Norris division NFC North game, even though Detroit's still a lot better than the Bears. The Bears played them well, and I think that they could do it again. And I think that, you know, obviously Detroit will have adjusted. So let's see what wrinkles the Fluce and Luke Getze have. And we'll talk to Luke Getze tomorrow. A few other things here before we get out of here. On Sunday is an important day for a lot of people. Um, in the NFL and for the Bears, they, they, they're doing their my cause, my cleats, where the Bears get to you know, wear their own spikes with representing a charity or a cause of their choosing. Justin Fields started his own foundation, as a matter of fact, which is dedicated to strengthening communities and youth empowerment. So that will be reflected on his cleats on Sunday, the Justin Fields Foundation, which he just started. Very cool. Matt Eberflus will be representing the Zacharias Sexual Abuse Center, um, and he went in depth about that with us today, so that's cool. Um, so, you know, you'll see a lot of very colorful spikes on Sunday. So now you know. Now you've been told. Um, last thing, Tyreek Stevenson, Larry Borum, Deontay Foreman, all back in full in practice. Thanks for watching this edition of The Daily Score. I'm Mark Brody. Ray Diaz is the executive producer, and I will talk to you tomorrow.